The Joe Mays and J-Rap Show is brought to you in part by Mays Sandwich Shop, serving delicious hometown favorites to the West Lawn community since 1947. J-Rap Show presents Tangents with Friends. Your source for pop culture. Geek News. Movies and television. Anything else? But no sports. And now here are your hosts, Joe Mays and friends. stuff here. All right, well, welcome to uh, episode seven of Tangents with Friends. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and with me tonight are three friends to talk about Star Wars, episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. And sitting over my one shoulder, you can see um, sitting guest who is recurring for, I believe, the seventh time of every episode we've ever done this podcast is Mr. Brent Berenshausen. Hello, sir. And off to my left, and just off the main camera, see if I can pull up a camera that you might be able to see them somewhere there. Oh, well, we can see part of them. This Uh, whole place is like Yeah, I know, right? So, um, camera's off a little bit, but we can see Brian there. We're we're shifted a little, unfortunately. I'll have to move some things around to get uh, his lovely wife, Kate, also with us here. You can't see her at the moment, but she's here. Trust me. I'm the least Um, interesting one here, so that's fine. Um, But, you know, I just wanted to uh, start off, since it is that uh, time of the year, with a little uh, Star Wars-inspired Christmas music. Have you guys guys heard this before? It's late December. It's not a cold night. We're all together, but... It's only like 90 seconds long. So. It's Christmas Eve. This is the whole podcast. Yeah, it's, we're just going to play this over yeah, and over. And the 
Loop. I thought we were talking Cowboys Eagles. That's right. I am actually looking for a sitting guest for this week's show. So, you know. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Day Christmas. after. Here Always we are, I believe, on Boxing Day in Canada. Yep. So in happy Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. And we're in the middle of Hanukkah. Right. So it really is the full happy holiday extravaganza. Yep. Nice. And we are celebrating Star Wars. Festivus. At, in Dece- Festivus for the rest of us. Yep, that's mm-hmm. right. That Was that the 23rd? Uh, I don't know. You guys are the Seinfeld Candlelights right. for my Bim Bam fans out there. All right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like uh, Futurama's Kwanzaa Bot is one of my well, favorite. Yep, Kwanzaa Kwanzaa Bot. That's yep. a good. I like that. Xmas. Xmas, right? Xmas. <laughs> yep. So, but yeah, so we're talking the rise of Skywalker because we get to talk about Star Wars in December again after missing it last year with uh, right. Solo happening in May. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're here to talk about the end of the Skywalker saga. Do you? I guess first off. Do you all think that this is actually the end of the Skywalker saga? Depends on how much money this one makes. <laughs> yeah, that's probably very true. I think, uh, yes, I think it will be. You don't think there's any chance that uh, they'll come out with 10, 11, 12? No, I don't think so. I think there will be future movies starring Rey, uh, but I don't think there will be Star Wars episode 10, 11, and 12. Yeah, side stories okay. or more prequels, but not a direct 10, 11, 12. Do you think they could possibly do Ray stories instead of a standalone on the Disney Plus as a streaming show? I have not. Have you guys watched I the Mandalorian? Have, no, yet? I was we just going to say, so I actually don't feel like I can uh, weigh no, in on we that. Have because because the, yeah, we have not watched the Mandalorian, but I heard actually. Tomorrow that, is the season finale. I think that's going to be the, that's the our next bin, yeah, part that's, of our winter break. When, yeah, when we're home, when we're yeah. back home, yeah. Yeah, be, between now and New Year's, we're just going to run through the entire show. I'm jealous of you already. I mean, I have the platform and I've already seen the first seven episodes, but. Um, uh, Kelly hasn't seen it yet either, so I'm hoping okay, that then. that I can get her to sit down and we yeah. can binge it um, once we're done with mm-hmm. the holiday stuff and maybe vacation. Well, then like, Caitlin hey. can watch it too because Caitlin. I know she has. Oh, she Caitlin didn't want to start it unless I would come watch uh, I it. I know. Oh. And I'm sorry. That's a lot of responsibility to put on me, and I didn't have a chance to do it. <laughs> well, but Kelly, I think she loved episode nine, so maybe this will spark the fire. The well, you can tell her that at least I've read a couple comments. Uh, where people said that they think the Mandalorian television show is just as good as, if not better, than Episode Nine. Hmm. 
from a sto- think, from a story from a story standpoint. I think uh, from the a storytelling Delorean is more widely accepted than Episode Nine was, mm. and I think Episode Nine, at least fan wise, is relatively well received. Mm. Um, whereas critically, it was not. But okay, yeah. do you um, think there will be ten, eleven, twelve? I you do. Pose the question. I, I do. I, I do believe that'll happen. I don't know if it'll be in the next decade coming up. I, I do think it's going to happen. I have no idea what the story would be, but obviously I would hope that the characters of and the actors that play them, mm-hmm. Ray, Finn, and Poe, would mm-hmm. all be back with yeah. any of the offshoots that are remaining after Brian, episode Brian, you said nine. maybe in 30 years now, you know, kind of having medical and waiting wait a couple that long. Of I feel like that's yeah. too does, long. Not, who knows yeah, what entertainment Ray, will be like in 30 when, years. <laughs> when Ray's in her 30s, I could see oh. her coming back. Like, and that's, all, I mean, because Ray itself is 20 in the stories. Okay, okay. okay. All right. so, in nine, she was 20. Okay, well, that's perfect. Which I believe so is in the visual guide right there. Um, I must have missed that. Right, you missed that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You, we read the whole thing right I before did. we started. So, During sound check. Um, yeah. yeah, so Ray's 20, but I could see it's something be set up in the next 10 to 15 years that she's in her 30s when the, the when the, the episode 10 comes out. But I, I definitely think there'll be a, another trio of movies. But I do agree also. And we know there's three movies coming out in the 20s already. Mm-hmm. What Was it 22, 24, 26, I think it was? I think so, but no. there's no, there's been no indication of, right. of where they're going to well, fall. Well, we thought maybe it would be the Ryan Johnson stuff, but that never really was talked about. Then we thought it was the Benioff and Weiss, the Game of Thrones guys, and then that mm-hmm. changed. Yeah. Now there's talk of Feige, Kevin Feige from MCU, being mm-hmm. brought in for Star Wars stuff, but they haven't announced what those movies will be. Everything's focused on the streaming stuff right now. Uh, Mandalorian out now, and we know that a Cassian Andor prequel series to Rogue One is coming out, as well as the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which is being helmed by Deborah Chow, um, which I only bring up, and this won't spoil you guys, but she directed two Mandalorian episodes, and they may be the two best of the series, which is high because all of the episodes have been really good, but Deborah Chow's have been my two favorite. So first female Star Wars director? What's that? First females? Star Wars director? I, 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 like, I mean, I, it's tough with the TV it's show. It's tough, yeah. yeah. Well, especially when you have all the Clone Wars and Rebels and Resistance. Uh, I, I don't, that's like, true. Maybe, that's maybe true. live yeah, action, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, possibly. Um, but she... Well, also, um, Ron Howard's daughter. Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Right, but I don't remember. I think Deborah Chow's episode came before Bryce Dallas Howard. I think Deborah Chow did either episode two or three, and Bryce Dallas Howard did four. Did four. Yeah, that's Um, right. I did read that online that she was, yeah. Yeah, Deborah Chow, I think, I want to say she did three, and then she did seven, and those episodes are amazing. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, But she's in charge of the Obi-Wan series, so I'm very excited. And obviously, Ewan McGregor's coming back for that, and that has everyone pretty stoked. I honestly think they're going to probably try to see how far they can take the Disney Plus content. Even if it means releasing a movie just through Disney Plus. That's too. what I'm thinking. I mean, again, yeah. future of entertainment. I don't right. maybe Disney Plus shows yeah. will end up being more profitable right. than movies and in then, the future. Yeah. Not right away, but who but, knows? And then when they start to run, that, that starts to run, then maybe that's when they'll say, we're going back to movies again. And we'll yep. we'll do this. Not They won't call it a continuation of the Star, Skywalker saga, but I agree with you. I think they're just going to say, you know, raise movies and that lineage because in episode nine not to get into this conversation already but they kind of hint at finn having force abilities mm-hmm. yeah well i mean well do we uh, want to should we dive well this is full spoiler so is anyone okay. that spoiler. hasn't seen this we'll, we'll warn you now sure this yeah. is full spoiler um hopefully you have seen it um i mean it has only been out for what about a, not even a full week really i mean preview night it was out but um 
Hopefully people enough. have seen it. I usually get to see it again between the holidays, but because of this year going on a Disney cruise, it's playing on the cruise, so I'll save my money, yeah. not oh, pay for it again. Brent, you're the only one who's seen Brent's it twice. Brent's seen it twice, yeah. though. Yeah. So. Brent has seen it twice. It's wow. very fresh. So. Yes. In the brain. Yes, yeah, and so you are correct, cool. Joseph, that Ray is... 20 standard years. 20 standard years. Which that I answers believe... my question because I was actually thinking, does time work year. the same way yeah, right. Right. in the years, Star Wars universe? They do reference years a fair amount in these movies. Like years I noticed that too. Time, but you're right. Yeah, I mean, what, is that movie, what does that mean when you're, everybody's year is different on a different planet? Yeah. Right. Standard years. Go right. What? So, well, let's start at the beginning. I mean, right. we don't have to go through and recap what happened. We can talk about a scene and then just d- dive into our thoughts. Uh, what did you guys all make of the crawl? How interesting was that with the way they started that? Um, the dead speak, I believe, is what it said. And I they, love that. They reference yeah. a Palpatine transmission that no one seems to like. Uh, no one knew he was alive yeah. until that happened, right, right. Uh, which is cool. The, my only, and it's not really a criticism. It's just I wish it would have been included, and it really made made more sense as I saw an argument today of being included at the end of the Last Jedi, and that this entire start to. Rise of Skywalker should have been the cliffhanger at the end of The Last Jedi yeah. was Palpatine's oh. transmission uh-huh. and right. Kylo going and seeing him. And mm. when he says uh, the girl right. is more than what you believe or whatever, mm-hmm. that's the end of The Last Jedi. I that's see. what someone oh, proposed to kind of like tease that. everyone. Yeah, because, because you yeah. don't need the time skip. There's a time skip they wanted to get yeah, in Around there, a year you, between right. The Last Jedi and Rise but of But you don't need the time skip. To do that. To do that. Yeah, right, right. right. Now, now we, you could have your time skip. We just watched eight and I can't remember the way it did end. We just rewatched it. Oh, I can't yeah, remember yeah. how they're it did. They're on the ship at the end, the and she's how do we repair how are we this? Put the, how do we repair this? And it's like oh. they're, they're, they're on the Millennium Falcon, and, right? Yeah, the lightsabers and and that's what you were saying. Parts. That's almost got a double yeah. meaning, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The okay, that's right. And how and so is. Yeah, I agree with you, Joe. I didn't think about that. I but, like that uh, so, because that's why I said to him after we were done. I'm uh, I'm going to let you guys discuss because as I'm noticing on the baby monitor, one of my cats is locked in a bedroom with a child. Okay. So I'm going to go remove him from <laughs> oh, said bedroom. Oh, the joys He wakes up the child. But okay, okay, great. Continue sure. to discuss and I will We're now just, you get around my cord without We're just now falling. tangents okay. among yes, friends. Of course, of course. It's tangents among friends. I will be right yeah. back. Okay, so we're discussing... What was, I, I was the question? I was saying that the, crawl. the beginning, the, crawl. the beginning thing. Well, he was talking about there that being the, like the end of F eight would be like them, mm-hmm. the emperors knowing where the emperor, the emperor was back, and that being a cliffhanger to nine, which would have been honestly really cool. Yeah. Um, but also, I feel like that scene in the beginning when he's on Mustafar and he gets like the 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 triangular. The wayfinder, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the wayfinder, way and then he goes to see him. That's almost like. To me, it felt like previously on Star Wars, like mm-hmm. this kind of happened, mm-hmm. and then they got into it. Like, yeah, that kind of the, that part of the movie. So, which was cool. But you're right, you know, Joey is right. I think that would have maybe been a better way to end it on like, oh shoot. Yeah, especially because, well, I mean, now that I see the movie, now that I've seen the movie, I agree with that. We we had a very strong indication that the uh, Emperor was going to be in the movie because Ian McDermott was there for the trailer uh, debut. So. Mm. We knew that he, you know, the emperor was probably going to play a role, and there was the emperor's laughter in the trailer, so that was strongly indicated that the emperor was going to yes. be in, in some form. So we knew that, but we knew that, but we didn't know what the buildup was going to be. So the, I think the biggest surprise of this movie was not that the emperor was in it, but that the emperor was not a. Uh, there was no buildup to the emperor. The right. dead speak. He was in the crawl. Right, right. You know, right, right. and 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 then in the first ten minutes, the emperor was in the movie. Which was- so. 
Which is great. Great choice. I really like that. But then I agree with what you're saying that there should have been some indication that the emperor was going to be the focus of this movie as the, you know, at yeah. the end of the last movie. So well, it didn't seem as forced or rushed. Right. That's what forced. people, <laughs> um, people talked about it. Maybe you mentioned this already when the teaser came out in April at celebration, was he just going to be like referenced? Right. Right. Was there going to be a flashback? Like, did right, he even matter? Right, is it just right, going right. to be a MacGuffin and not like maybe not even really alive? Sort of like, like Dark Ray, right? And nope. Be a younger nope. Of he's fully yeah. involved in this movie. He's no, he kind is. of an integral part, which is fine with me. Yeah, I, yeah. I enjoy which, that. Which to me, I think was cool. I was thinking about this today, actually, knowing that we were going to have a podcast and that, you know, I felt that he, uh, Emperor was kind of wasted in a way. In, in the original trilogy, after he was set up in the prequel trilogy, because he goes through all that to talk about his goal of learning how to create life using the manipulation of the midichlorians and all that mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you never really see if there's no gets, payoff. Of yeah, that. he never really gets to do that. But in this I, one, I mean, some the people, whole thing is based off of that. Some people do think his, that he created stuff. Anakin. Like right. Some people think that he mm -hmm. brought about Anakin. That's never been confirmed, or right. if that's part mm -hmm. of George's mm -hmm. headcanon or what, but that's mm -hmm. never been talked about. But you're right. He, he has much more to do, and it... His involvement in this is really the biggest link to the prequels. Yeah. His because yes. like, yeah, what yeah. else involves... Like, I mean, yeah, Chewbacca was in Revenge of the Sith, but what else really links back to the prequels? Right. Not much. I actually... Well, that, was, that would be my criticism. Well, one of my biggest disappointments is that they didn't link all nine together as much as I had hoped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have, obviously, Hayden Christensen's voice appears near the end in the really cool part about the Jedi, which I'm sure we'll and get to. Um, you know, Qui-Gon and Mace, and you get all these voices. That's cool. There was a scene but... I thought that was reminiscent of the pod racing scene. Yes. 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 I said the same thing. Uh, on Pasana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which is totally a lesson to her. It's totally a Lucas like yeah, that's, it, I mean, yeah, that's totally yeah, Lucas like that right very, ben, like very Ben, very Ben, well, Ben Hur, like he was like, he loved yeah. like the, you know, but yeah, totally like Indiana Jones or anything like yeah. that. It was very Lucas-esque. So besides, like, I love hearing the Jedi voices, but what I wanted was to see Force Ghosts of at least, at a minimum, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Yoda. Like to make the lineage like, more Well, and to like, to, to, like, we saw that in the originals and then we learned about it in the prequels and even in the, the, the tangential stuff. But I, I didn't want to just hear them. I wanted to see them too, and mm -hmm. and they were able to maybe shoehorn more people in without having to have that many people there because it would have been weird to have a few of the voices that occurred to be there in the <laughs> and would have been even ghostly longer. flesh. Yeah. Um, ghostly flesh. Yeah. But I, I was hoping to see um, Obi Wan Anakin, or at least Anakin. That was the big one. I was like, I we want to, I want to see yeah. Anakin. Yeah. Now, the only, yeah, the yeah, only yeah. argument, you, the only counter argument you could have to that, and it, that if they did that, I feel like it would be strictly fan service because. Ray had no physical connection to those right, but it's the characters. Skywalker saga. Sure, like, yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. I would love to see it. And, and the right. payoff would have been stronger because the message at the end is a Skywalker is not blood. It is a, it is a state of being. It's your right. it's your attitude. It's your ethic, right? right? And so to have all the Skywalkers come back at the end and be to get have the sure. bloodline there, but then to bestow on Ray the courage yeah. and the fortitude right. to complete and the which they well, did do, but not in that not way. in that way. It would have been stronger. And it the was, Skywalker stronger message. bloodline isn't even one that goes back generations. It only goes to Anakin. He was created well, out of nothing. Right. Right. I mean. Right. I mean. Sure. Shmi's Shmi. involved there. Right. But yeah. Like he, like he's that, the one that's passing it on. That's exactly and why it only started with him. It was Shmi yep. giving birth to him. 
and then it went through, and now Ray's done with it. At, well, it takes it on, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. That was I thought that was a, a very neat ending to have it, all all three trilogies end on Tatooine, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and having her call back to the Force Awakens and have her sled down the large yeah. homestead. Yeah, that, that was yeah. Really yeah. Like yeah. ending like yeah. it started. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I think that what I would have liked to have seen was, you know, this is tough. Like, I would have loved to have seen uh, a closer tie, a tighter tie to Anakin. But I agree with Brent that that would not have been. It would have been a little too fan servicey, so I don't know what I would have wanted, which is a tough argument to make. Well, but I would—I just wanted more emphasis on the prophecy. The prophecy is fulfilled. There's balance in the Force again, right? The dark side and the light side have both been obliterated. Ray is the embodiment of that balance because Anakin was supposed to be the chosen one to bring balance to the Force, and mm-hmm. more so than Anakin's story, this. Skywalker saga was the story of the prophecy. Yeah, Darth was the prophecy Vader. right? And yeah. Darth Vader was the embodiment of the swing to the dark side right. of the, of that imbalance in the Force. And but like more than anything, I think this trilogy was supposed to be about the Force finding its balance. Because I would love to see a trilogy that set millennia in the past about the way that the Which Force gets unbalanced. About maybe happening. right, the Force gets unbalanced. Like there is no such thing as light side and dark side. Right. But how did it? I think we're gonna. I'm, I'm. My worry is that we're gonna look back on Episode Nine. 20 years from now and be like it seems so disconnected, it seems so disconnected. Mm-hmm. right the what the other thing I mean and I agree with you um, I think we got a lot of good fan service in this movie and maybe the Anakin embodiment would have taken it a little too far having Hayden appear the one thing I wanted and I think they easily could have done this and they kind of throw it in and it's some of the the biggest um criticisms of the movie is how much is packed into this and there's stuff that isn't explained and you just kind of leave, leave it open and, and stuff like the visual guide is going to come in handy for people that care about stuff like that mm-hmm. but i thought it would have been cool um if you know when you're seeing sith troopers which are the regiment that palpatine's been hiding right they should have been clones like how yeah, could it have been we, that they right. would have been clones? but not just clones like what if they were the clones from Attack of the Clones, like he yeah, grabbed yeah. the Camino, like yeah, why couldn't he, they have been like right. and just have them be like you see them just yeah. getting dressed, so they don't have to talk about it, right. but you just see like the Sith putting their helmets on, and right. it's those mm-hmm. guys. Uh, that was that was one step too far for me. Like I I bought in with the Emperor being there all the time and kind of pulling like being puppet master. How did he have this massive fleet? But then the yes, fleet, where the, did it the come galaxy, from? Uh, the size of which the galaxy has never seen before. How the guy it can't even breathe on his own practically. You know he's like hooked up. <laughs> was it the, uh, the the best puppet master ever? Is an actual puppet like right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. But yeah, that was something that I thought about. Like, where did all this stuff come from? That was like, the, that was more unbelievable this? to me. Like, mm-hmm. I wish there had been a different and that's a plot there. hole. You have to suspend your disbelief yeah. right there mm-hmm. for sure. When you talk about a science Maybe fiction a fantasy show. movie, there's a lot that you have to where do. Where are all these ships being built? Apparently, like where right are all there the manufacturing the jobs right. they just located? Come out of the ocean. Right. I mean, right. they, yeah. right. they talk about how expensive and how long it takes to build these things. I mean, they, they allude to it even in the solo movie and stuff. You know, in the shipyards of Kess or right. not of Corellia. Corellia, and then like he just pops up. The, you know, but whatever. Yeah. Well, that's but and it's only been like twenty years, right? So I think twenty thirty to thirty. I so think. thirty years. It might take. Yeah, 10 years to build one Star Destroyer? I have no idea. So if you have crews working, I just don't understand how it works. I mean, I just don't understand. And, yeah. and each of them has not only a Star it's not, not only a Star Destroyer, but has advancements. It's basically a mini Death Star. It has advancements in it's technology. It's a Death Star Destroyer. That's so how, what where did, Yeah, right, right. So it has we a Death Star. We don't have any evidence that he can, like, create apparitions, do we? No, I don't think no. so. That would be cool if it was, like, 
not an actual physical fleet, but maybe right. for intimidation that purposes. Like that has, yeah, 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 yeah. Do we have any? But then we then we see the space horses running on it. Yeah, right, right. Which that we need to talk about at some point of respiration yeah. <laughs> well there what what i i well because this that question came up during the trailer because you've even seen that in the since the trailer mm-hmm. i believe and people were like how are they breathing in space yeah, right. they never leave the atmosphere this is all done on um exegol that's what we were wondering it's like yeah so well okay. let's jump back to the beginning and talk <laughs> agree, about you know, we, we, we talked about the crawl yeah how about the way it starts with that battle Kylo Ren's on the planet? I, forget, I don't remember the planet's name. To find that Sith Friend, Wayfinder. It's Mustafar, you said. Yeah. Yeah. He's finding that Sith Wayfinder on Mustafar? That's what Brent confirmed said. that he's on Mustafar. In uh-huh. fact, I think they said something about he's trying to reach Darth See, why did castle. they make that more evident? I, I don't, like, I don't that's something you Because could, they got like, cut. That's so important. I'm pretty sure it got cut. Yeah, but it's so important. Uh, yeah. See, that's another thing that I mean, ties it back. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I, that's I, what I read. I read that. I read that that was. It's funny that ties it back to Rogue One, though. It doesn't tie it to anything else because mm, right. it's only mentioned. Darth Vader's, castle. Darth Vader's castle is uh, right. expanded but, universe. That's right. That's right. That's right. And Macquarie concept art, but then Rogue One shows it. Yes, there's a picture of Kylo Ren on page fifty-five. Yeah. The um, Exegol page. The Exegol, the Exegol page. spread. Does it yeah. mention Mustafar? In the very beginning of the oh. movie when he's... No. So you're saying... People. Yeah, which we saw in the trailer. That's why I said when we texted Brian like right after we got done watching it opening night, we're like, the only stuff they show in the trailer happens like the first 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 And literally like the first scene yeah. of the movie is him like destroying all those people, which they showed all the time in the teasers yeah. and the trailer. Mm-hmm. But so that's on Mustafar. That's where he finds that's the Sith Wayfinder. Yeah. 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 Well, then he goes to Exegol... And you hear, and this is the only thing that I was disappointed they showed, and the only thing that really spoiled me in any way, was his walking through Exegol and Palpatine saying, I am the only voice you've ever heard. Right, like, yeah. that would have been cool to hear mm-hmm. in the theater. And I heard it on a TV spot, like, yeah. a week uh, before yeah, the movie the came I out. Know that. I, I was like, know that. how can you, you just confirm, basically, that Palpatine... Like Vader was never talking to him, right? And, and which just made me to believe. Which well, Palpatine's sense, also Vader, Snoke. Vader wouldn't talk mm-hmm. to him because Vader turned to the light side before he died. Right, but there so, was yeah, no like we. But like, you were maybe, supposed to. You were supposed to get the impression that, that he was Darth talking Vader's to his Matt, grandfather. Darth Vader's, yeah, he was talking yes, to his it grandfather. Does confirm it on there him. it is, right there, yeah. Mustafar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, they should have made that more evident. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one thing about Rogue One that was good is they had, had the t- Mustafar. They had little it, no, subtitles. No, Mustafar is the only one they, they didn't. Did not, they didn't right? have it on the bottom. Yeah. And everyone's like, why? That's right. Well, I, I would just want to put a pin in that. Does We'd anyone to go back want to, to know the population of Mustafar? Yes, I do want to know the population. Zero. 15,000. Mm-hmm. Approximate. Oh, That's kind humanoid? It does not say. Oh, okay. <laughs> Could be droids. Could be droids. Well, here, just put a pin in that as uh, it would be fun to identify movie length uh backstories that you could fill in uh location of sith wayfinders right the development and the location of sith wayfinders whole movie how did the sith wayfinder get on mustafar how did right. the sith wayfinder get on the death star or that could be spin filled off, out in the tv show spin off, spin, yeah. i mean that, so that that's i just want to identify like that would be cool i would want to yeah, know that yeah. story yeah, yeah. Well, there's I, a whole I story. Agree. That, they mentioned a whole story about it because Luke and Lando were trying to find. find we're trying to find it. Yeah, right. and, and, and right. Lando's like, Luke and I were on this adventure together. And right, right. That's they, all, that's which whole, is so cool to hear. That's probably a comic book it. there. I would they, guess. Well, and they incorporate all kinds of Indiana Jones stuff during that whole scene on Pisana with yeah, yeah. Or, or Goonies. You could say Goonies too, where yeah. they, they fall down into like a trap mm, and yeah. there's a giant creature and there's mm-hmm. bones of guy, mm-hmm. another guy that well, was finding it. Endor Endor Moon and she's got the thing and she holds it up. Chester Copper pot was down yeah, there exactly yeah. um so 
we find out on Kylo Ren's mission to talk to the Emperor, meet the Emperor Palpatine, that he has been basically pulling the strings of everything. He created the First Order. I do like that this is now the Final Order. I That's a kind of a twist on, like, I thought the First Order was an entity, mm-hmm. which it kind of is, but it also is the first of kind of his... First wave. Right, mm-hmm. the first part of his plan after he was killed or mm-hmm. whatever they're saying happened mm-hmm. now which is there's a, obviously a huge story there how did he go from the pit to right. exegol and right. everything in between so that's another movie I'd also like to see. spoiler who's having sex with emperor palpatine right. yeah. that was one of that my was main questions she was like oh, okay we came out of how the first old thing is he how decrepit was he well, was right. it consensual is my well, main see, question i'm wondering yes. if they they have a backstory but it's yes. a one they have to tiptoe around because yes. it wasn't I agree. It wasn't it's consensual. Right. Like, because like, you can't able. put that in any... No. Like, they're not even going to no. put that in a comic. Well, you, right. you have to also remember, too, like, when he was a senator, right? right? He was not a young buck. So, you know what no, I mean? Like, when he was senator, senator Papatino, Naboo, because he had to be in his... 50s, 60s? 50s, yeah. the 60s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, he could have easily had The dark side of the force. That were in their 20s. I mean, maybe it makes him more potent or something. I don't know. But But... Some considered to be unnatural. unnatural. I like yeah. that they brought back that line again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Line, like, it exactly lifted from yeah. uh-huh. that, the which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. which which again, I was just, it just seemed like the new trilogy was doing everything it could to distance itself from the prequel. So just to see, which I love. So just to see any oh, yeah. reference no, I'm right to that, there with you. Uh, just to see any reference was like it made my heart feel good. Well, that's why I, I honestly thought his Sith legions, which I do like that they're named after expanded universe Darths. Like Raven is now oh, canon. Nice. Oh, cool! Because cool. there's a Sith trooper squad named Raven Raven Legion or something uh, like that. It's in okay. it's in the, in the book. book. Okay. There's That's been cool. clickbait cool. articles saying that Darth Raven is now canon, which technically it is. is. Yeah, a, right. But there's no backstory to him yet, yeah. which I'm mm-hmm. sure they'll get to. Darth Raven's um, television show coming soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, well, but the Clone Wars made one of them canon. Was it Bane? Darth Bane? He's the one that appears to Yoda. Mm. You remember that one of those darts that yeah, yeah. was wiped clean from the EU was in brought back in Clone Wars season, oh, okay. no, season six, the oh, Lost season Missions. Six, that's what I meant, the last the, one. the Lost Missions, yeah, the, the Yoda arc. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, I thought that they would incorporate um, prequel stuff with the the Sith troopers, with like Palpatine's back. They're clones, which they set up in Force Awakens when mm-hmm. Kylo Ren says, maybe we should have used a clone should, army. Right, maybe we should <laughs> use a clone like, army. Like yeah. a little wink and a nod to your own movie, JJ. You could have been like, well, Palpatine yeah. did. Don't worry yeah. about it. Uh-huh. But now they can uh-huh. go that direction. So. Well, and, and yeah, and uh, that was a great, uh, also an opportunity. Again, nice nod to the prequel from episode seven. But uh, they could have done more with that because the whole point of having a clone army was that they were the it mitigated instability against instability, right? And which we we saw, which we saw the, the which is Finn, <laughs> which is Finn, right? But right. that's cool. Not to jump ahead here, but I like getting I liked Finn's story arc in this much better than in the Last Jedi. I enjoyed yeah. him in this episode. He was underutilized. Like well, he could have he could have led that trooper rebellion at the like the squadron of troopers that also rebelled. Like he. Well, did. That's, that's what I liked in nine was him meeting another regiment right. that said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was, but just... he didn't really. All he did was kind of like run around in the atmosphere. Uh, I feel like ninety percent of his role in this movie was to worry about Ray. 
And I feel like it was the second movie in a row <laughs> where that, he was misused. That's what his role in episode seven was, though, too. Exactly. To worry about How many, but I, mean, I, I feel like they were at least establishing it. his character there. Right. They're setting but it up. eight they're and nine, him. he just really was underused. And mm, I like his character screaming. so much. Right. Yeah. Uh, he my does a problem, lot of yelling at inopportune times. And obviously, I'm not a story creator in any way, but I feel like the sequel trilogy was bogged down by so many new characters I can and see they that. hyped them up or, or maybe it was just the marketing of them. But like, I didn't need a million people and I didn't need you to, need you to build them up on posters, books, action figures, if they weren't going to do anything. And my biggest mm. one being a trooper person was Captain Phasma. Mm. Like mm. I, I wanted I big things her. from her. Yeah. I was so excited for Gwendolyn Christie to be in the, mm. in the first movie. And then for her to come back in eight, because I love watching her on game of Thrones. And so like having her in trooper armor, just being a mm. badass yeah. in Star Wars was like, mm. was like, this is going to be awesome. And I, then she yeah. kind of was an afterthought in TFA. And then when they brought her back, I was like, Oh good. They'll do a much better job in the last Jedi. And it didn't happen there. And then no, they just killed her off. And, yeah. I actually heard so, an interview yeah. with J.J. who J.J. Abrams when he was like he he was one who said he was watching episode eight or was reading the script or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like he was not surprised at all about the death of Luke Skywalker. He wasn't surprised at all about the death of Snoke, but he was surprised about the death of Phasma. Now. Yeah, because he was like he wanted well, to do more with you know, her. Like, yeah, yeah, why? Yeah, like, why? Why? He, that's what he said. Yeah. He was like, well, why though? Why? Yeah. Like he yeah. he knows why Luke. He knows why Han Solo had to die in the first one. He knows why Snoke had to die in this one. Right. But he didn't really know why Phasma. Well, had yeah, her death, her death, her life, her role, and death were meaningless. Right. But that's, the, the other guy that 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 new Imperial guy that Pride was Pride that could have been Phasma. Yeah, film. you're right. You're absolutely because right. She's the I didn't one even that think about that. Turn around before. and shot. That would have been awesome. Uh, you know, that would have been awesome. I would have loved to. Have she could have been. Mm-hmm. That could yeah. Have been why, why bring? Why bring? But why the, bring, the, like, yeah. bring her in. Bring him in because she wasn't there. Yeah. You know. But I, I just, I just think they kind of overextended themselves and and or, or overhyped the characters when they should have just been like, oh look, that person showed up, but now people like them. Like, yeah. Don't build it up so much beforehand. Because you're not going to deliver. Yeah. I just think that's what they did. Well, and I think, Brian, you explained it well of, you know, kind of having this theme of redemption throughout the whole series. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Poe got his redemption and kind of learning his lesson. Mm-hmm. And there were opportunities for Finn mm-hmm. to do that. And it just never really Which is why I think either. if we get any more further stories of these characters in mm-hmm. the future, I think it's going to heavily deal with Finn's development as a... Potential, potential Jedi. Jedi. That'd be sweet. Yeah. I would watch that. Right. Although that that's fun. that's if the Jedi exist anymore. Right. You know, like right. I don't think I don't think I think in a post Ray Skywalker world, there's no such thing as the Jedi anymore. Yeah. Or well, hence why she buried those lightsabers right. too. Right. Right. Like but then of, kept one. But then out. kept one, which yeah. is like, oh. <laughs> which is now built into her staff. Or no, it yeah. is. Oh, is that what it was? It's built into her staff. It looks nice. like it was part of her staff. Part. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Main the full staff. But I saw. I actually looked at it today because when she was sliding down. Into Lars Homestead, I looked at like it's like a longer hilt, like this long. Uh huh. It is long, and and looks like this. And when she turns it on, she actually she's yeah, probably in there. She yeah, I'm gonna switch. look. She actually she actually rolls her thumb. Oh, she like again, oh, around okay. like the wing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Like that's uh-huh. cool. Wing So we're introduced to um, Ray after the Kylo Ren and Palpatine stuff. Um, Palpatine tells Kylo she's not who you think she is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Then we see Ray on. Is that Yavin? Have they ever said what planet that they're all meeting on? Is that I thought it was Yavin, but they never confirmed it. I haven't looked yeah. in the book. Oh, that's true. I, I thought yeah, it was I Yavin, but I, I mean, don't think it, it is. I, 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 I wouldn't think it's the car because that kind of ran its course um, and was attacked. Great question. Yeah, I, I thought it was Yavin, it. but I'm not sure. I'm looking into the light the Ray light slash light staff. So we see her immediately. She's hovering, and then hovering a whole bunch of yeah. objects yeah. which is awesome um, which is great because you you realize like okay she's her just powers a, have her powers have mature yeah. it's and a great way be, to like which and then you find out she's being trained by leia which uh-huh. is awesome which is so which awesome is so and cool. she calls her master yeah oh, leia gosh, in this is so good yeah. Yeah. and yes. after watching it twice now how they use her in this movie i couldn't believe it i have to i want to see alive. it just that you know i could not believe it but it feels so it doesn't feel forced at all. No, no it doesn't go far. It was very bittersweet, though, because you yes. know. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, well, something's going to happen in this movie for them to put a bow on this. Um, they wanted to do it that way, and mm-hmm. hopefully they got to do it the, in the best way they could well, without the full recasting or, yeah. or without really doing full digital I manipulation. I talk about that then. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I really enjoyed Leia in this movie. I think she was... Uh, she was used really well. Um, another person we see in these scenes at the beginning there is Maz, which I didn't know we were going to see Maz. That was a great mm-hmm. reveal so to me. Yeah. After yeah. being underutilized in The Last Jedi and just having that weird like holographic mm-hmm. transmission, yep. we get to see her again, and that was fun. Yep. Uh, she gets one of the last lines in the movie when she gives that thing to... That... She gives the Chewie the... Yeah, the metal. The metal. The metal. Which is... That's my next pin for... Uh, yeah. So it's not in this movie, but how she got the lightsaber. It's a, a, right. another, never... an interesting story for another time. Uh, right. yeah, yeah, well, yeah. where am I going to see that story? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can, can mm-hmm. I please see that? Yeah, she so, got it. And it's weird because I think people... not Sorry, not about the lightsaber, but the metal that she gives to Chewie. That's actually Luke's metal, not Han's. Mm. Mm. And it is explained, I think, maybe in that really? book that... Maz got Luke's medal in some way that is not Han's medal. Okay, because I, I assumed metal. it was Han's, but I didn't right. look it up. So. I, I heard that on one of the podcasts that I listened to. I, I may have been Star okay. Wars Underworld, I'm not sure, but yeah. someone said that it was mentioned that mm-hmm. that is Luke's yeah. Battle of Yavin, or following the Battle of Yavin, the medal from that side. I also think that it's cool that at the end she got Luke's X-Wing and yes. she got Luke's like the helmet and stuff like that. Oh and yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, as soon as she starts like flying in the next yeah. Kate like yeah. Caitlin like reaches over and well, like, grabs my arm like yeah. I'd say <laughs> and they say like we we've got a tracking on red five red five, five. Red yeah. five. So, yeah 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 so yeah. cool. Well, I know. Last yeah. Thursday night, I, Brett and I were sitting next to each other, and I think we turned and looked at each other at the same time yeah. like fifteen times. Yeah. We were just like whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there were so many moments like that in this movie though that 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 were it's like what what like and what I loved about that that shot when she first got in. First of all, I was a little skeptical that the X-Wing would fly, but I don't know why, you know, that's the whole point of dredging it up like Yoda dredged it up for Luke. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's been underwater before. before. Right. But uh, but I love the shot of her with the helmet on. It was, like, kind of janky. Yeah. It looked like Luke in his first time putting a helmet on in episode four. Like, his head looked too small for it, and it was yeah. like, it just reminded me of that. Yeah. It was, it was just a, such a great, uh, I don't know, just such a great parallel. Yeah, it there were so many of those uh, in this movie. It was a lot of fun. I also like how they, they played up more of uh, Leia being force-attuned and trained as a Jedi. Yes, because in the last one, when she floats through freaking space... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably one of the worst parts of that movie. Execution. Yeah. Now it makes, uh, but again, it makes more sense now. Right? Yes, but you can't ret- retroactively vindicate 
Well, well they I mean, just did. They just did. <laughs> they literally just did. Like, yeah, oh, I know. She was trained, and then at the end of her training, she but, said she feared the death of her son. Right. Dad. And right. how cool is that flashback scene uh, of them, a young Luke and young Leia that training? Cool. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that was probably th- that was the most surprising part of the movie to me. Was that little obviously digital altered? Mm. Um, good, I'm not though. sure who the stand-in was. was for Luke. Well, do the you reason think... it worked well was because the the lighting was dark. Right, yes, it was dark, yeah. and they had but, helmets on, so it was just like the but main we know part yeah. of the world. They could do it with Leia. I mean, Rogue One. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't dark at all. That was right on the bridge of a. Of... Do you think the right. the body stand-in was her daughter for that scene? You think it was her, and they didn't they just manipulated it a little bit? Like, I feel like that would make a lot of sense to be like, hey, mm. you're about the age that she would have mm-hmm. been right. trading. You know, know, you. That would be cool. I, I at first I was just thought it was cool to see the scene with the blasters down, da- the the face mm-hmm. mask down. Yeah. Like, oh, they're gonna get around yeah. it by yeah. now. Right. And then they I lift them okay up. Okay with that, honestly. Right. Yeah. That's what I thought yeah. was gonna And then they lift them up, and I was like, oh, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. They, they they took some really good chances in this movie to like mm-hmm. fan service in a good way. And I was like, thank you guys for doing that. Like, mm-hmm. thank you for giving Chewie his medal. Didn't have to do that. That was, was a deep. A box, that was a deep cut. But it was a box they had. They were like, let's check this box. Let's get it done. You know what I mean for fans. You know what I mean? Like, Chewie never got his medal. People complaining that, about that for how many years? You yeah. know what I mean? So, let's check the box. Let's just get it done. You know? They did that really well. The other thing that was... I wanted... Didn't think we'd see it, but as soon as I heard the voice was Harrison Ford coming back. Oh, uh, yeah. I actually Han thought Solo. that was... I thought it was Luke. Remember, he, I looked at him. He turned to me as soon as he heard, Hey, kid. Hey kid. Uh, he turned to me and goes, It's Luke. The yeah. only reason is because... Last thing that Luke says to him, I'll see, see you around, around, kid. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. last thing he says. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, it's Luke. Oh, my gosh. And I yes. think Caitlin said the same thing to me today as well. Mm-hmm. I don't she might have said Harrison Ford. Or might mm-hmm. she said Han Solo. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I really like the way they did that, did that yeah. scene. What? <laughs> no, that was... Of course, I. Had, it's a long movie. Small bladder. Oh, had to oh, go to the bathroom oh, I went to the bathroom, point. too. Yeah. Well, I left and i thought i think a battle had just wrapped up and i thought well they're not going to do anything big right after a battle so i left literally ran like came back out of breath and (laughs) han solo is on the screen what's happening i missed this that's one thing that's really cool about this they found a way to bring in luke leia han and lando Mm-hmm. And Chewie, and like all, like the entire original C three PO. How good was C three PO in this? Movie? He was great. It was a great C three PO. It was a great. Yes. it was first time they in used the last him really well that they wrote wrote really well for him. So if yeah. I understand this correctly, the Sith is a language, or Sith has a language. Sith has a language, which I don't. Did we know that? I I like guess you I just speak kind of and is, write. You can like, speak and write makes Sith. Sense to me, that, that 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 they would, but and, I don't know if we knew that before or not. Maybe in the EU past, but right. now it's back. And he is programmatically not allowed. Restricted. Restricted from yeah. it's sealed. He has the translation can, ability, but his programming does not allow him to, to speak it. Right. Does he predate the Sith though? Well, Anakin made him. Oh. No, yeah. the, the and the Sith are millennia yeah. old. Okay, right. Right. So that's what I don't understand. Like, we never really see C three PO get programmed, quote unquote. Right. Uh, you know, he gets created by Anakin in Episode right. One, and he's doesn't have his metal shell. And then by the second episode, he's a mu- like he's programmed for etiquette and protocol. But like, was he at first? But we right. also see Could him have been get a wife update somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, gets, he gets in Episode One that he he built him so he could help. Help, uh, help uh, me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Around, yeah. around, around the, the farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we also know that, excuse me, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, he gets wiped and they could have done a software update they, and, you yeah. know, changed yeah. it completely for when he, you know, I'm sure. fluent in six million forms. Is it million or billion? A uh, million, I think. Six million, six million forms, forms of, communication. of communication. Yeah. You know, and that that could be just well, whoever, you know, did the, you know, they wiped him on the Tantive or, or back mm-hmm. on wherever he ended up mm-hmm. going. Um, but sarcasm wasn't one of those languages? Apparently well, not, no. <laughs> well, he has three really good comedic parts in this where part where he goes into the sinking stand, sands and Poe's like, he's like, Ray, are you okay? <laughs> and C-3 was like, I'm fine, sir. You didn't ask about me, but I'm fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, yeah and I know sometimes sometimes the droids, especially C-3PO, get on the nerves of some people, but I thought he was done really well. well especially well, they, if you've seen the other, like if you're only seen him in the sequel trilogy, you might not find him as funny, mm-hmm. but if you've seen him all the way up mm-hmm. through, especially the originals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was used um, well. He was when used he, really well. He was better on, than Finn. There's also an Easter egg there when he's first on Pisana. And he's like, this is uh, a party that only happens, happens every 42 every years. 42 yeah. years. Uh, yeah. And then what is they it? say, that's lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 42 years was obviously episode four. So, uh, oh, I see. so uh, it's like a, a nod to the original trilogy. So we saw Ray's power earlier with floating and she's training with Master Organa and... Uh, we then get to see her go to Pisana with her whole crew, which I really like this aspect of the movie. For the majority of it, the crew was together. You got mm-hmm. to actually see Rayfin and Poe doing something as a unit, which I thought was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And we got to meet Lando. His introduction was a lot of fun on, mm-hmm. on the desert planet. Chemistry was good, too. Like, as soon as those three came, those two came back, and they saw Ray and the planet, and they were, like, kind of, like, complaining to each other about, what mm-hmm. do you do to my droid? What do you do with my ship? Like, all that stuff. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. It was kind of cool, like, that. Yeah, they're, they're saw, bickering like mm-hmm. siblings. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. On Pasana, in when they end up going down into that sand into the caves, we get to see kind of a confirmation of how strong Ray has gotten when she's able to heal the snake, which I believe is a vexus or something like that. Okay. Um, basilisk. Right. Essentially, the basilisk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the giant snake and heal it and calm it down so that they can get out. But then we see a little bit later, once Chewie is apprehended by the Knights of Ren, which did not live up to the hope my hopes and hype that i thought they were going to well they weren't even the last movie i mentioned at all right yeah, right all right just that again that was another that thing was a closure that, yeah. thing i think to yeah, see him again but another wasted opportunity um Definitely. you think chewie is aboard the shuttle that kylo and ray fight over and ray uses force lightning uh-huh. <laughs> which mm-hmm. is right then and there is when i was like oh uh, yeah i know it, where we're so going <laughs> I, I didn't, that was i yeah. didn't think I didn't either. at all but that was good i didn't, yeah, I didn't either, piece that together except caitlin did the same thing she looked at me as soon as she did that she goes oh, and she looked at me she goes she's palpatine like uh, she said she's, nice. palpatine's oh, daughter. she's a palpatine's daughter and i was like i looked her. at her i just smiled and was like you're good very close we didn't know that you picked a good one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well that that's actually not to take a side note here but my theory was going into this was always that ray was a clone created uh, yeah, right yeah i i still wasn't convinced was that it was a bloodline mm-hmm. yeah right and, and you know it makes a lot of sense when she's in episode eight she's in the the cave and or whatever and she sees show me my parents it's two of her that come together and it's a picture of her and like, it made I, sense that I, she's, I mean, just she's just herself, she's just herself. Yeah. yeah she's a clone of her, um, yeah. but the like the clone but you know the fact that she was blood of palpatine a granddaughter of palpatine makes, makes I mean, sense it, it opens up a can of ne- necessary side stories like you already say mm-hmm. let's put a pin in it yeah like we need to know 
you know, we kind of talked a little bit about how Harriet can be about Palpatine having offspring, mm-hmm. but then they had offspring, which is Ray. So there's a right. whole bunch of, there's a whole line there's of stories whole, that we could find mm-hmm. out about. And we, we learned a little bit about her parents, her actual biological parents, yeah. Yeah. Um, th- their relationship to Luke to and why right. um, they ended up dying and why she... Yeah. Um, and for all intents and purposes, it's a good story. They had to give up their child, right. you know, to protect her from becoming... <laughs> You know, like the Empress of the, the Galaxy. The Empress, right. Like, so, like, what is that story like? I would love to see, you know, we're talking about 30, when Ray turns 30, 35. What about, let's do some stories with Ray as a two year old? You right. know, like, she got, looks like she got taken to Jakku when she was maybe like six. six. Yeah. So, like, growing see, up. See, Uncar Plutt again. Well, that's exactly what the Palpatine. What- Palpatine says to her, your parents were weak. And she goes, no, you're wrong. My parents sacrificed their life for me. They're very Mm -hmm. strong. Like, Mm -hmm. they gave up everything they had to save me, to make sure I was safe. Mm -hmm. So, um... Yeah, Kylo said sort of the same thing. Like, your parents could have been great, but they were nothing. I never lied to you. Your parents were nothing. Um, Right. But I think, yeah, they chose to be nothing. But they chose chose to be nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They did it to protect her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did, the the one of the big things that I really enjoyed in the Last Jedi was the the um the Force connection that Kylo and Ray had mm-hmm. and what well, like the Force time where mm-hmm. they're able to talk to each other mm-hmm. and JJ actually Force. takes it Force time. <laughs> JJ actually takes it like a step higher and now they can pass objects to yeah. each other. At yeah. first it's not exactly the best because they end up destroying things when they're not even actually in the location. Mm-hmm. But we saw sorry. that happen on Kim, is it Kimji or Kimiji? Wherever oh, Zori yeah. Bliss and, Zori and Babu Bliss. Frick it are, mm-hmm. um, we we saw it there. The necklace. the necklace, and we saw the necklace earlier, yeah. right? And that's how they figure out that she's on Pasana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get to see them inadvertently the destroy the genie. That's the genie. The That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we saw that earlier, right? In Episode Seven, when his hand is wet. Uh, oh. Right, because they have they're, they're that they're, was eight, I think. Was eight. it eight? Okay, yeah, because she hadn't. That's right, gone she hadn't. And yeah, but they're reaching oh, out to yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. And one of them, well, I think it's Kylo Ren, because it's raining is, where she is. Right, it's and, raining where she is. Right, he so they, they he, I mean, they set the stage for it, but right. there wasn't too much act on it other than them being yeah. able to. But right. he was like, never able to see her background. Only right, he could she just was hear her, or yeah, could she see his? background his surroundings i'm not sure this may have been something special because they were a duality of the force yeah because maybe they were able to connect like that because of that reason mm-hmm. and because palpatine even says this has not been seen for a millennium mm-hmm. or whatever thousands mm-hmm. of years or whatever he said they have not seen a diet of the force mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh that's a potential that that power was because they are that closely related. and that rare mm-hmm. yeah rare, that rare right. occurrence so right. i thought that was really cool they used that in this film and obviously it helps move the story along and the plot you know that yeah. he figures out she's on pasana by doing that yeah right. he's in my ship or yeah. she's in my ship like i could have used um a couple less close calls where he almost found her i would uh-huh. have sacrificed a few of those for some more character development of some of the mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. yeah because he like almost catches her three times right yeah like in the star, in his Tie Fighter, on his ship. Yeah, we even uh, says at one point, he's like, "You're hard to find." He's yeah, like, and she goes, "You're hard to get rid of." Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they they end up eventually going to the essentially Endor system, mm-hmm. as we know that Endor itself is, I believe, the gi- gas giant 
like sun or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the forest moon is the one that we saw in Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Now we're on the ocean moon, which is Kefbeer. Kefbeer. That Kef is where the remnants of the Death Kef Star are. <laughs> or maybe it's Kef Burr. But I like Kefbeer because it's a Simpsons okay, get sure. Simpsons show. Planet Yingling. Um, <laughs> the Yingling by system. Yingling. The yeah. sacred texts. <laughs> <laughs> the Yingling like system. The best, the best <laughs> meme from The Last Jedi last year was about was Luke pointing and yelling about the sacred text. <laughs> and it was someone, it's like right after I threw away my microwave meal box. I forgot to check the instructions before throwing away my microwave. The, 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 the sacred text. The greatest meme of 20, yeah. 2018 uh, or 2017 or whatever. Yeah. So that was, that was good. But um, So they, they go as a collective again. This is where we meet Jana. Like we already mess, met Zori Bliss and Babu Freak um, back on. Which what cool. I would use Kijimi? a lot more. Is that what you said? Kajimi? Kajimi? Maybe we'll get a Poe Dameron movie show. With where you get to learn more about him with Zori Bliss, I mean, yeah, she was for, a cool character. Too. I don't know. If, I mean, like I'd put a, I'd put type. a pin, I'd put a pin in that one, but I think it's a better show where his uh, deal, uh, his history as a spice trader. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, and the there's trader. also and how he becomes um, part of the rebel. Alliance. And what is spice trading? It's, right. it's uh, drugs. We could see like Kessel. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. I, 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 what I mean is like, what, what is the spice? What does it do? Where does it go? Like it's equivalent of like. Are illegal drugs, I guess, because but that's never been yeah, like what it's never been introduced in the Star Wars canon before. Yeah. Like the the f closest we got PG was show, like, well, the closest like, we got was Death Sticks. Yeah, yeah. You want to buy some Death Sticks? Like I want to go home and rethink my life. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the closest we got to like you know a drug dealer in Star Wars. So I would love to see like, but yes, more Scruffy Poe, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Scruffy Poe. Um, <laughs> I would be down for that. This is when we get introduced to Jana, I believe, right there on Kef Beer. Kefber, whatever. Um, and we hear that that's part of Finn's story kind of puts a little bit of a bow on, on how he started in The Force Awakens of why is he different? Why is he defecting where no one else is? But we find out that an entire regiment decided to not attack the civilians like he did in The Force Awakens. And now they're here using old current First Order stuff, but a lot of old Imperial stuff. And they um, are essentially the throwback to the Return of the Jedi with the or you know, using organic creatures rather than technology to help defeat the impending um, terror that is mm -hmm. uh, the final order. Yep. Um, but we get to go back on the Death Star, which is cool, and we get to see Rey climbing around Imperial tech like we saw in The Force Awakens, where she was doing it in the De in the Star Destroyer. Now she's doing it in the remnants of Death Star Two, mm -hmm. and this is where we find the second Sith Wayfinder. You actually see his throne room. She's in that room right off yeah. of it. And you see mm -hmm. the, the chair, which they dwell which on for cool. a while. And mm -hmm. you notice the music in and that the section? Window. Yeah. yeah, the, mu yep. the music. Yeah, the, the window. Yeah. yeah, the window. That was cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Music is the same as when Luke takes off Vader's mask in the end of Jedi. Yep. Oh, nice. Did you see the, star, the Stormtrooper helmets? Yes, yeah, they they're washed up. Like, yeah, yeah. so cool. Mm -hmm. yep. But when she touches it, she has the dark ray vision of her with the double yeah. wing lightsaber. Mm -hmm. She's fighting herself just mm -hmm. like Luke in the cave. We knew that Empire Strikes Back. Right, right. Yeah, we yeah. knew that, that was. They shouldn't have put that in the marketing. If they weren't yeah, going to do more with it and that wasn't actually her and just a vision, they should have let it be a surprise. That was, that was another a, thing yeah, that I was like, I wish they wouldn't have put that in. Clear red herring. I also don't know what the point of that was either. Like, she already had her cave scene in Ep 8. Like, what was the point of her going in there, seeing herself, other than to continue to... I think to remind us that there was still a possibility. Still possibility. She, she could turn, she yeah. could turn. Yeah. I don't think it was for her. It was for us. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. That she was still had that conflict of, like, she was struggling. Mm -hmm. Which is then why she went to 
Octo too. Right. Octo Island. Right. Or... So Ray and uh, Kylo fight. fight yeah. She. Then, I this is where we the get visuals of that. Scene. It was yeah. awesome. Oh, it was very cool. On the Death Star. Yes. On, on a end. shipwreck with the the yeah. waves washing. Yeah. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then yeah. at the end, I noticed this one today when after she heals Sam, not to jump in here, but after she, you know. Leia, boom. Oh, Leia. She stabs him. But at the very end, when he's by himself on the Death Star before Han Solo gets there, he's standing on the, like this pier, just looking out into the ocean by himself. Mm-hmm. And they show like a wide shot of it. And it's like the most epic thing. Like, And then all of a sudden you see one with mm-hmm. him and Solo talking. Mm-hmm. It's like a, okay, such a speaking of cool them. visuals, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. something I caught um, this morning when I was mm-hmm. watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, Leia basically interrupts their battle through the Force, reaching out to Kylo causing him to basically stop fighting and Ray takes advantage and stabs him. But we then we get to see she rescues him, mm-hmm. saves his life. Mm-hmm. Using the healing using base. the healing power. Baby Yoda. Um and at this shh sorry. <laughs> I didn't say it for that explicit okay, sorry. reason, Brent. That's okay. That's all right. We're gonna watch it in like two days. <laughs> um we're not gonna sleep until it's over. We're going home early to start watching. <laughs> We're actually leaving now, tomorrow instead of Saturday. And um, My at that point, back on what what I thought was Yavin, but who knows what it is. We essentially Leia passes away. I have questions um, about that, but go she, ahead. We, well, she doesn't so, disappear though. Until, right, yeah. Well, but that's people are thinking that she is essentially sort of doing what, kind of what Luke did, did. in the Last Jedi, where right. he force projected himself into the battle. They think. She's force projecting mm. herself, herself into, into Kylo or kind of taking her being, being and yeah. using it to try to get him to the light side, understand what's going wrong, make up for what's happening, to start the redemption, mm-hmm. keep him alive for Ray to heal, and then she's kind of there mm-hmm. with him with mm-hmm. until yeah. the end. Because mm-hmm. even then, Maz Kanata, not to interrupt you, when, when she goes away, um, right as they're fighting, you see a scene and, and Maz says... Uh, Leia needs to knows what she needs to sacrifice right, yeah. to right. to bring her right. son. She, back. Yeah, yeah. Maz is our right. narrator, essentially right. telling mm-hmm. us exactly yes. what's going on. Yeah. And and Leia doesn't disappear until ben, Kylo dies. Until he yeah. until he dies. Ben right. dies can I ask a Leia question? Because yes. I wanted to get your interpretation of this. I'll see if I can phrase this mm-hmm. well. So. The, going off that quote of like she knows what she needs to sacrifice. We know that she had. I think she had lost a lot of her spirit after Luke died. So she right. was in a weakened state. But and I guess her husband died probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's true. And she it's knew strange. her son, right, and her son was possibly evil yeah. permanently. She did not know. But um okay, so my question was your interpretation. Did she reach out to Kylo and that was what caused her to begin to die? Or did she essentially not quite commit suicide, but did she like start the act of dying, which then called out to him? Like, what caused what? In My her interpretation, interpretation is yeah. that she was sacrificing herself. She knew what she had to do, and it would end up in her demise. But she mm-hmm. knew it was the only way to, to save her to son. Save her mm-hmm. son. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's my interpretation. And, right? Yeah, and I think Han was hoping to do that. And like and she knew it would take fit. her death to get right. his attention. Yeah. yeah, that's how I interpreted it. Too. Which is what an epic. Because uh, one of the things going into this movie is, I was thinking to myself, how are they going to deal with the death of Leia? Because we knew that she was going to probably mm-hmm. have to die in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but the way they handled it in this with like with her 
kind of like the way Luke did. He sacrificed himself for the for the for the good of the mm-hmm. first uh, mm-hmm. for the good of the uh, resistance and and uh, kind of became Luke again and saved yeah. the day. Yeah. And I think her way of doing that, like you said, similar ways of projecting a physical, you know, representation of herself, but going into to Ben Solo. Yeah, but I think throughout cool. the series there are many maternal sacrifices that are implied but not directly addressed mm. and i think this was one of the only ones where it was directly right addressed and a spotlight was put on the sacrifices that what a mother had made um i mean i think going back to the prequels mm-hmm. um and again implied but not shown yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think too. Even like if you think about like the Owen and Brew Lars dying mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the Tatooine, and that's for, true. For Luke yeah. to for yeah. Luke to gain yeah. the strength to say, mm-hmm. "I'm ready to leave this place and move on." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, your your loved ones have to sometimes mm-hmm. like that. That thing has to happen in order for you to have to yeah. make that decision. I think, and raise yeah. parents. Yeah, right. And, and think, raise parents, mm-hmm. right? And Obi Wan Kenobi in Episode Four, where he basically lets Vader kill him. I mean, for me, that was always like mm-hmm. the big like Parental. mystery. Yeah, yeah, like sort of. I I saw that as kind of the same because as soon as Obi Wan gets becomes one with the Force, he is immediately able to talk to Luke through the spirit of the Force, Mm -hmm. right? Because he's like, "Run, Luke, run!" Like Mm -hmm. he still hears him, and he's just one with the Force now. So, like that power is at least around in some form. I feel like since the first, since Mm -hmm. Episode Four, since the first movie. Well, you you see at the end, uh, Leia fade away mm-hmm. like Obi-Wan did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see Ben Solo fade away like Obi-Wan did and yep. like Yoda did. You know, mm-hmm. and the only one that really didn't is Vader. When you think about it, you don't see him fade out. You peeper yeah, his he costume bur- at least or his outfit or mm-hmm. yeah, we but, assume he's not in there when he burns him. Right. Well, you know, we might have assumed that in a, in Jedi until evaporating and becoming one with the Force became a much more commonplace thing to see in the movies. Right, but, right. And we know he becomes a Force ghost because uh, Lucas retconned that mm-hmm. into, if you know, right. into Jedi special or what? that really did it. Is Joey? What are you doing? Here? Sorry, I'm just trying to pull up. The, I'm trying trying to pull up the comments that we were getting earlier. Okay. Oh, okay. Just okay. to make sure. Oh. We're getting comments. We're getting questions. Yeah, well, people are uh, listening. Jason <laughs> left just a whole bunch of letters, which I can't interpret in any way. Cool. Um, he was speaking uh, Wookiee language. Uh, maybe. maybe it's Sith. Your mom said, "Oh my God, those cats!" Or OMG, those cats. Oh. And <laughs> my then, mom said that? yes. And <laughs> then Caitlin says, "No pressure, Kate." Nice. This was like almost an hour ago. So okay. Right at the beginning. So I hope she heard my shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Okay, so that caught us up through. Yeah, we're seeing on the screen right here. That's not live. No, it okay. delayed a little bit. But I, the only way to see the comments is to have. That's it up, in case so. you, case Brent goes on on one of his swearing fits. That he oh, can I? Can I deep it out? Shock jock radio. Yeah, that's him. He's a shock jock. Yeah. I thought of. I don't remember what planet the sand scene. Pasana. Yes. Um, what do you think that Finn was going to tell Ray that he never told That he's force sensitive, yeah. That's what I think. That's, that's what Finn's pretty sure. Because there's he's, lots of times in the movie he, where he... He essentially confirmed that it was not that he's in love with Ray. I think that's that, what um, they yeah. wanted us to think for right. three yeah. quarters oh, of the movie. Right, that's right. what I yeah, thought yeah. at that moment. I was I like, oh, he's going to tell that, but, that yeah. he has feelings yeah. for her. But as the movie went on, I was like, I don't think that's what it was. And, and John Boyega's... Confirm without confirming that it's not that he had feelings for Ray. Could it have been that he knew who she was? 
I don't see that as being something Finn would know. No, that's but, what I was wondering. Unless they were retconning it because he was a stormtrooper and he figured it out by accident. Yeah, well, there's but, a few times. But he I was noticed... a cog in the machine. You know? He was in sanitation. You were a janitor. <laughs> sanitation. <laughs> oh, you're cold. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, there's two moments I can think of right now that that show that. Number one, when he's on the ship, when he's on, when they're doing the final ba- battle at the end, and he. He says, no, we got to go to that ship or whatever, to where we blow up the whatever detector thing. And, and, and the, the other... The Wi-Fi router. Yeah, the Wi-Fi router. <laughs> and and uh, the, the other girl looks at us. She says, how do you know? And he goes... I just it's do. A it's a feeling. It's a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's another chance, too. Another time where... Le, uh, where Le, you can where feel Ray the presence, dies, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. First, mm-hmm. where Ray dies, and he like snaps. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he stops. Like, like, yeah. like he felt a disturbance in the force. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, so it's it's clear in this movie. There's they're they're making it pretty clear that he has a force connection. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, which is cool. Which I, I think yeah, that. I think that's part of why he found her. Found her right. Why why they why were they, drawn together in right. the first mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. and yeah. why he had such a conscience for a stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah. good um, point. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, although I, apparently I, a lot of them had a conscience. Well, yeah, you learn. There's this more of them out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I highly doubt all of them are forced attuned, but I right. definitely think that Finn was going that direction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's one of that's that's definitely a eventual movie or Disney Plus show. Um, at least a comic that I would want to see is. Finn's ongoing adventures in the Force after the Rise mm-hmm. of Skull mm-hmm. Skywalker. I think that would, I would be like cool. That. Like yeah. maybe Ray doesn't want to do anything with the Jedi, but maybe Finn wants to. Maybe yeah, he maybe convinces Ray to... to train her. Then she goes off and lives a hermit lifestyle like Obi Wan. But Finn is now all right. I'm going to get the Jedi cabinet because he did have that, that fire for like justice, yeah. and I don't mm-hmm. think that he had an outlet for that in the way that the story played out. So maybe they could give him a chance yeah. to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in in linear storytelling, I think we're at the part where Ray is leaving Kefber after yes. killing and resurrecting Kylo. So we're ki- almost killing and then healing Kylo. Mm-hmm. And he goes, she goes, and she goes to Octo because she realizes that she's like Luke. She's more of a menace. It's better that she goes yeah, away. Seclude herself. Um, like she what he did. very briefly lands on that planet. She burns Kylo's Tie Fighter that she has stolen. And mm-hmm. she is ready to swear off the Jedi and throws her lightsaber into the flames only for Ghost of Luke Skywalker to grab it, Catch it. and emerge from the flames. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. we get uh, Mark like Hamill. A perfect back, mirror to, uh, or not mirror, but. Uh, foil. To no? what? I don't know. To whatever. It, to it Luke's. Completely path. came full yeah, circle full from circle. the way they yeah. start The Last Jedi. Right. Uh, he, he's changed his tune. Um, what are you doing? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, same thing you did, dude. Yeah, don't right. t- you know? Don't talk to her like that. I mean, that's you did the same exactly. exact thing. But then, but then he says, "I was wrong." You know, mm-hmm. I learned how that um to face my fears, just like you have to face your fears. And he asked mm-hmm. her what her fears are, right? And her fears were really herself. He's afraid of who she is. Yeah, you know? and I, like, he gives us some exposition here. He fills in some blanks, saying we knew that you were a Palpatine. Mm-hmm. We knew it was going mm-hmm. on. Leia knew knew about it, and mm-hmm. uh, so Han knew about it. They've all put this together. They know all throughout Force Awakens, which mm-hmm. they didn't actually, but now they do. When we go back and watch it, we can look and see. And what's the explanation for why they didn't tell her? I forget why I forget what they, they said. Her. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember. I don't know. Um, well, the same reason nobody told Luke and Leia who they were at first. Either. Right. Like, yeah. Just it'd be better off you don't, you don't know. know who you, yeah. Or um, like I thought it was something about like we didn't want you to 
decide who you were before. I, you I, I don't remember the exact exactly. reasoning yeah, behind yeah. it, but okay. um, yeah, so Han and, and Leia knew when they meet her, which Maz knows as well. If you think back to The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. she asked Han Solo, and we can kind of, I would think Han probably told her. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the girl? Who's the girl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which that whole time, you know, I'm thinking oh, it's got to be Luke's daughter, right? Yeah, 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 daughter. yeah, yeah. Well, and I well, just, I really, really thought that Kylo had a stronger sense of who she was. I mean, especially in Seven, when, when you know, they're like, uh, what, that's girl? A, "What girl?" What girl? Right? Exactly. Like it just, it yeah. just seems so. Those moments in that movie, I was yeah, like, oh, it just, he knows, he knows but... that she's down there. He might not know everything about her, but like he knew that she was there, that she could be trouble, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, mm. yeah. I mean, mm, no, uh, I mean, that well, would be do, a lot of do you? Okay, well, let's. As we get here to the end, we talked a lot about the fleet already and Palpatine's return. Um, what do you do? Do you like that Ray is a Palpatine? Do you like that reveal? Uh, yeah. I mean, I th- thought it was clever and you know broke the Star Wars mold a little bit. Like, um, but- I don't have a problem with it. I know there's a lot of people that wanted her to be a nobody to have the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. revelation to be true they thought it would break the mold even more not think, have everyone related uh, to the good or uh, bad guys I see, but, I see. but i feel like that doesn't develop enough conflict within herself it's like she 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 has to battle not only being nobody but then realizing that she's, she's the, the evil nobody and I, and evil I, person right predisposed right I, yeah yeah i, I think that's that. the stronger message yeah. is well, that like i am good despite my lineage struggle. Right. internally to have to deal with that mm-hmm. and it did I, leave me with more questions than answers but. i feel like there were times in force awakens and definitely times in the last jedi where she is not the calm cool and collected jedi acting out of defense for others she is out there with a vengeance mm-hmm. and is full-on attack going crazy like the mm-hmm. the fight against the um praetorian guards mm-hmm. Like, Kylo is acting almost more Jedi-like than she is. She is, like, screaming and yelling. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's great. Like, I mm-hmm. love it. It's mm-hmm. a great scene. Mm-hmm. But that's where I kind of think they're, even if not directly, because they, you know, maybe know. JJ hadn't decided what she wanted to be in The Force Awakens, and Ryan was like, I'm going to make her nobody. Mm-hmm. But just the way that he directed her and she acted it, it makes me seem like there was a lot of dark power flowing through her, and the Palpatine reveal now makes that make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I could have gone either way. I I was hoping from the beginning that she was someone. I would. I always really thought it would have been fun to have her to have been a descendant of Kenobi. I uh, mm. love. Most people wanted her like to be Skywalker, or, you know, Luke or or Leia somehow. But that would have um, been a little bit weirder too with how they were like. They were. He, she was with. Han Solo for all that time. Right. No, yeah, I know. The the Luke and Leia thing, once Force Awakens came Mm out, um, Leia and Han thing kind of was almost eliminated. Mm -hmm. You can't Mm -hmm. really, like, it would have been really hard to make her be the offspring of... Well, I was was half afraid that it was going to be, she was the offspring of an important, but unexplained character like luke and leia had a third sibling that we didn't tell you about until <laughs> now and i was afraid it was going to be something really cheap like oh, that, that so i'm glad it wasn't uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i'm glad that that did not come to no, fruition because that would have like ruined it. a lot it's mm-hmm. interesting that they they waited to like we think about it that that big reveal was towards the th- uh, the th- end of the third act of empire when luke i am your father obviously mm-hmm. yeah it was like the, like three quarters of the way through this one didn't happen until three quarters of the way through half final way third, mm-hmm. the third yeah. through the third movie yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. kind of interesting how they did that to delay it but that's the thing is they really have this planned mm-hmm. ahead of time but well, then yeah. again, i guess the argument to that is george lucas didn't have a plan ahead he of time had 
general beats. Right. He obviously made changes. He he you know at the end of A New Hope when he wasn't sure if the the next one was going to be made, Darth Vader was not the father of Luke, and Luke and Leia were not twin. You know, oh, wow. but like he had the general idea for a storyline. He just made some some tweaks here and there. Whereas I don't think they had anything planned for this, which I think is their biggest misstep. Um, They uh, either needed to have, the story group needed to have the three movies general ideas of where they wanted to go and mm -hmm. say, here, you can get there, the writer and director, or if they're doing both, like J.J. and Ryan did. Which could have included better foreshadowing. Right, exactly. They would have felt more linked. Mm -hmm. Um, But they didn't go that direction, and this is what we're left with. I think... If they didn't want to do the story group plan it out mostly, they should have had the same director for all three. Well, writer director. I mean, really, writing is probably more important than directing mm-hmm. in terms of story. Mm-hmm. But because they kind of have this jump back and forth, um, right. it's it's a little tough. It's a little hard well, to handle. So you know, the writer directors for the original trilogy were weren't all the same either. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. George Lucas was. The story guy, though, like yeah. he was there, he wasn't directing, right. but he had a hand in the well, story. Lawrence like, cast and helped write uh, episode five, as right? Well, mm-hmm. so right, yeah. But George, script. but it's not just Lawrence Kasdan. Like George Lucas, it's a story by George. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they yeah. technically still give George story credit for for these two mm-hmm. characters by or whatever. But mm-hmm. like George was still overseeing the whole thing. It was mm-hmm. still him. Right, if right. he didn't like something, I mean, Lawrence Kasdan talks all the time about him wanting to do stuff and George being no, saying no. Yeah, you well, know, George still gets a cut from these movies for that. I guess he doesn't. No, he does. No, right. they, he he got the four point whatever billion 4.2, was, okay. and they just I think he has stock. I think he, he just has. has they just mention it out of honestly right. respect. Yeah. You know, with characters created by George Lucas, that's all it says. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's characters created by George, George Lucas, Lucas or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, well, but they own the rights to everything, so he right. doesn't get any any um any royalties. So, yeah. um, okay. what, was there anything specifically at the end, the final battle that we wanted to touch on? Um, the kiss. The, the Raylo, they kind of put an end to that. Like it happens and it ends quickly. Yeah. Um, I know that some people don't like that, but it was... You don't like it? No, no. There's I, not really a purpose to it, I guess. No, and I, I just think you it was inconsistently... I know. It was thumbs down. Oh, okay. So it was two thumbs down that okay. I gave to the screen. Well, when, yes, I tell, but, when I tell others, it won't be. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. We can throw that out there. But but no, I just... I, I think, you know, Ray was so opposed to Finn trying to hold her hand in the first of the of this trilogy. So I just find I, I get it. It was supposed to be a communication of her being proud that Ben had emerged and he had made the right decision. But I think a kiss on the forehead would uh, okay, have I communicated get, yeah. the same thing. I just feel like it felt right. inconsistent with her character. It felt just weird and kind of sudden. Kind of just, yeah. Using those Raylo fans. The, yes, um, and yeah, I just, was, I don't like Yeah, because I, I've heard some piece. people say they didn't think it necessarily was full-on romantic, like, if you were still and here, I, we not, would be dating kind of thing. But then yeah. but, why right, That could have been a forehead way. or a cheek yes. or the, yeah. a fuller yeah. embrace. Like, it yeah. didn't have to be on the lips. Yes. Right, like, right. Would yeah. you associate more closely right. with the intimacy? Yes, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. And I said this to Brent that, and we'll get, we're going to get to, like, our final thoughts and ratings and rankings and stuff like that here before to wrap up but um 
I said to Brent, there was parts of the movie that I really thought were a nine and parts that were a seven. And unfortunately for me, the third act was the weakest to me. It, mm. it didn't. And I, some of that was my expectations. They didn't meet some of them, which we already discussed. Like I wanted to see some force ghosts besides Luke, you know, outside of the final battle. I was hoping we would see something there. And I think I built up that scene enough in my head, in my own head cannon, mm. that it let me down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. That's why I want to see it again because yeah. now that I know stuff that's coming, I can f- more fully enjoy it than being like, mm-hmm. "Well, this is coming right. This mm-hmm. is coming right." But like, yeah, the the Raylo thing, the kiss at the end, I was a little bit like, kind of like, eh, I don't know if I'm that's with weird. you on right. that. Yeah, there. Um, but I I do like the way they explained it. I like the way they set it up. I mm. like um you know Ben uh, dispatching the Knights of Ren and coming to Ray's aid. Um, I, liked, I liked the redone conversation with him yeah. and Han. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was cool. really well I, uh, done. They, they basically reshot that scene. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I uh, liked um, Redemption. Palpatine again. taking the life essence of the two of them and becoming whole. Like that was cool, mm-hmm. and um, I enjoyed the weird like acolytes or whatever that were off in the distance. That's I kind of yeah. was hoping that they would show some of them, but I don't, maybe they were just really like dark energy mm-hmm. that weren't full I body. So, yeah. You had um, questions though about Palpatine and kind of why he orchestrated things the way he did. Well, yeah. I mean, by the end of the movie, I still wasn't clear. So at the beginning and maybe Brent saw it this morning. So maybe knows, you know, has an answer for this, but at the beginning he, Ben finds him, Kylo finds him. And Kylo is, goes expressly to find him, to kill him. Because he's like, I'm the supreme leader. There's, I'm unchallenged in the galaxy. And if there's any threat to my power, it needs to be eliminated. I heard that the Emperor is there because we got this transmission. I'm going to go and I'm going to find him and I'm going to kill him. So I'm the most powerful. Great. He goes and the Emperor stops him from killing him. Because he says, I'm not the person you need to, to kill. I'm not your biggest threat. Ray is your threat and you should go and eliminate her and then come if, back to me come back to me right okay great but then we know from later in the movie that he the emperor has been trying for years to get Ray to come to him that's why he uh dispatch that's why he was you know manipulating his parents to bring them to him and they didn't they took her to Jakku instead uh so the whole idea is get Ray to me. So why would, could, you, so want you, Kylo be, why would you want Kylo to go well, and kill her unless he was manipulating Kylo Ren to well, go and, and he wanted Kylo to get killed uh, so that he thought Ray right. would kill him. Well, I technically, think, she did kill him. Right. Well, well yeah, I, right. I think I think you're hitting the nail on the head there. I think he can tell um, with you know all his dark force powers that mm-hmm. he can get Ray there through Kylo by mm-hmm. feeding him stuff or mm-hmm. whatnot. I mean, it's Emperor, not, it's not is, perfect explain right but. he's a master manipulator he has yes. been since he, he has can't been, do it himself he's right. hooked up to like a he's yeah life support he's, yeah. Yeah. yeah and he and he's been doing that stuff since episode one which is why i love the emperor's character well the Sander. phantom menace yep he is he's the phantom, phantom menace right so like they even mentioned that in the crawl like the, the phantom speaks yeah mm-hmm. the phantom menace or something like that so mm-hmm. i i think in hindsight that's probably the explanation but i still i got to the end of the movie and i was kind of like oh you know like I couldn't really figure out yeah, what his he does were. say to her. I watched this again today. I was thinking mm-hmm. about this because I know we talked about it. Um, he does say to her, I don't, you know, I was looking forward to the day you come back or be here. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been waiting long. I don't want long. to kill you. I want you to kill me. Right, basically. right. He yeah. wants to pass on the life force that's in him right. to her so and all of the Sith can live in her. Because he has all the Sith in <laughs> Right. So why would he want Kylo to go and potentially kill her unless he assumes that Kylo's going to try to kill her, but there's no way he can. Maybe not. You know. Yeah, and I not. thought at one point they were leading up. There were two lines that I thought they're leading up to her, like falling on her own lightsaber. 
where I thought she was going to end her own life. Yeah, yeah. I did. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. I thought that too because I was like, now he, what's going to happen now? Because when he says that, it cuts to a space scene, mm-hmm. a space battle scene. I'm like, how the heck is she going to, she can't kill him. That's it. She's not right. going to be able to kill him. Right. 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 Yeah. Yes. And then in the end, really, he kills himself with his own power. Right. Exactly. Third time yeah. in three trilogies where he lightning himself to death. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to stop using that power, man. It just doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't work. It he doesn't, doesn't work out. Episode. Yeah. He did better with a lightsaber. Yeah. He did yeah. with his force lightning. Mm-hmm. Before we do our like numerical score review here, did any of you buy that Chewbacca was dead when that when the ship? Was I did. Crushed? You thought he was I d- gone. Or I did. I, I didn't want did. to, but I actually did. Yeah, I thought, and I thought that was going to be a lesson that she needed to learn about how much power she really had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was ninety five percent sure that it was a fake out, but because we've seen so many of our characters. beloved characters die, I was yeah. like, oh, there's a chance. Yeah, because I thought, well, especially you know, this, 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 uh, he wouldn't need to, re- with Han gone, I mean, it would kind of be appropriate for him to then die But I'm too. pretty sure, yeah. and once again, the marketing kind of spoiling it for yes. themselves, I'm pretty sure, well, you see them break Chewie out of the prison in a trailer. You mm. see them on that ship mm-hmm. running away, mm-hmm. and I believe they show the him. Recently. They show him with Lando later in the movie too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, that's true. Yeah, I guess you. I guess. But you, in, you in the moment, I wasn't moment. thinking about yeah. that. I was right. thinking, I was like, "That's a <laughs> fake out, right?" Yeah. So we mostly covered everything. We could go hardcore into a bunch of these, but it would be at least another hour. And mm-hmm. I know we want to all wrap up here. We could. I mean, you could probably do an hour for each ten minutes of the film. Yeah. And their podcasts do that. So, uh, but we're not here to do that. So, I just want to kind of get your final thoughts on this movie in general. Like, what's your, you know, score out of 10? And um, how did you end up liking the sequel trilogy as a whole? Mm -hmm. So, uh, anyone volunteers to go first? And we want to just start wherever. I don't care. So, score for the movie out of 10. Score for the movie and then your general thoughts on the sequel trilogy Mm -hmm. as a a whole. So, okay. I would give it two ratings if I could. Okay. I w- as an end to the sequel trilogy, I would give it an eight out of ten. Okay, but, but an end to the nine films. As an saga. end to the nine film saga, I would probably give it somewhere between like a six or a seven. Okay, probably closer to a seven. I don't. I don't think it deserves a six for. But I closer to closer to a seven. Not yeah. as enough prequel. It was a great finish. It. It was just. It. Not. Not a prequel. It's not that. It's. It's as as a as a as a. A movie that tied together the last, the previous two into a trilogy, it was fantastic. As a movie that tied together nine total films into a coherent whole, it was less. It, that's just there was a lot it more had it to do. It was too hard, uh, and yeah, so hard. it just it fell short for me in that regard. So okay. like I would give it as a as because a, they have yeah. to make that film stand alone in itself. It's you it's, know, it's, it's, a, it's a tall order. First Star yeah. Wars movie, they you need it to right. be a standalone. Also, the third movie in a trilogy, and also a ninth movie in a yeah. 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 Disney's trying to get them to retcon some things that fans didn't like. Like right. you, know, <laughs> you know, like they're all trying to do a lot of things. Yep, it's a thin needle to thread. I'm not saying JJ say that it was the hardest movie. I believe it. No yeah. pressure. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's what I would give it. And what did, what are your opinions on the sequel trilogy as a whole? The sequel trilogy the as a whole addition to the saga. I real I really did like okay. it. Um, I really liked it. I think uh, it's probably an unpopular opinion, but I liked both eight and nine better than seven. Um, I thought 
as a as like the first Star Wars movie in you know however many years. Seven was great as like a revival, like a reintroduction, right? Reintroduction, a soft reboot that isn't rewriting the canon. New. But it wasn't new. It it wasn't new enough and mysterious enough in the ways that eight and nine were to me, and it didn't. They're more memorable in my mind. They're more memorable moments for me personally in eight and nine than there were in seven. So like, if I had to rank them, it'd probably be nine, eight, seven. Okay. Um, I, if I had to do all nine movies, I don't even know. Well, we don't need to yeah, go I that. Can't, I, no, yeah, so, no. But if I had to do, I, don't, I, I have no idea where Rise of Skywalker fits in my nine. Yeah, I know I, where it fits in my seven, eight, nine, but I have yeah. no idea where it fits mm-hmm. in my one to nine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm pretty similar to you. I, I, it's funny. I I still haven't been able to quite articulate it, but I feel like. The plot points were there in this movie that should have made the audience throw their hands up in the air and cheer. Mm. And the energy was just not there. It was almost like if a favorite band gets back together and it's all the same people and the same style of music and the heart just isn't there. I don't know. It was like, Mm -hmm. you know, even with, you know, the emperor being destroyed, like you'd think that would be a scene that would really get people excited. And it just never quite ramped up to that energy. So... I I don't know. I mean, I feel like I didn't. I won't say I left disappointed, but I just left feeling a little like unfulfilled or confused. Well, you remember when we saw Seven? You remarked on it that when she pumped. Yeah, Yeah. when she when when you know Kylo Ren tries to get Luke's lightsaber and it flies past him and she and she gets it and And it's held the the shot is longer held on her hand. I feel like maybe it was too rushed. Like some of those parts were Luke too at rushed. That moment, mm-hmm. I thought, but that's that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Luke, um, uh, Mark Hamill thought it should have been Luke at that point too. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Of the recent three, um, if you could take out the whole Casino Planet subplot, eight was my favorite. Okay. Casino Planet again. I'm going to say this for like the fifty fourth time, but that should have been where they introduced Lando, Lando. too. I Lando like should that, have owned yeah. that. Lando should have owned that casino. I did like the way Lando was introduced in nine. He was though, introduced great in nine. Yeah. So, actually, Caitlin was like, "Is that it?" Mandalorian, and I was like, no. <laughs> "Wait for it, Just wait for, for it, yeah. even better." Yeah. and she was like, "Yeah." So, <laughs> so which, so what was your score then for Rise of Skywalker? As uh, as, as as the movie itself, barely a seven, I would say. Okay. Yeah, so like six point eight. Okay, and is it your least favorite of the n- new trilogy? Yes, of the sequels. Yes. Okay, but again, I didn't dislike it. Right. It just didn't quite get there for me brett what about you and then i'll wrap things up okay here. yeah loved it liked it <laughs> saw it twice want to say it a third time see it again yeah uh numeric score i would say at 8.27 okay very <laughs> specific uh, okay is that higher or lower than after the first viewing uh Definitely, I think higher slightly after the second view. Slightly higher, okay. Yeah, because so I think you were like an eight point one three before. Well, it was also cool because yeah, I could anticipate stuff the second time to look for, and I could also see the reaction that in Caitlin and, and my brother in law too. Like I could see. Was it a more energetic audience? Maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe we just didn't it see it with the right people. It mm. Ours wasn't packed house again. Ours last Thursday night was. Yeah, were people cheering? They there was cheering and clapping at the end, and there was some gasp and whatnot. But it was a little bit more reserved. Yeah. It was more vocal than our showing of the Last Jedi. Okay. It was nowhere near Force Awakens. No. Okay. Force, Force Awakens yes. was like a standing ovation, yes. screaming Force excitement. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, the thing. And so was Rogue One, though. Yeah. Like Rogue yeah, One got that's a true. huge cheers. Maybe people yeah. are just tired. Right. Yeah, that's and true. Maybe there's Star Wars fatigue. Like yeah. maybe. people talk about. It. I don't well, know. Well, and it was high expectations. I think 
I think as far as this this one and the way that it included all those characters from the original trilogy, the way it concluded, the way this the last scene is like really cool for me. I love that she goes back to Tatooine. I love that she goes down to Lars Homestead. Like I like how that kind of ties it up with a nice little bow, and um, I like the way that they included Reyes, Palpatine. I like all that stuff really. I like the way they treated it, and I like um, the sequel trilogy in, ge- in general. To me is 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 awesome. I always was wondering how being a kid playing with my action figures and wondering like what creating my own scenarios of what Luke did after Return of the Jedi and what Leia did after Return of the Jedi. Maybe she turned to the dark side and they have to fight at some point or whatever. They, my scenarios where it was cool to see it finally take shape in a cinematic form and see the story continue of those characters. Then also see these new characters that had very strong connections with those old characters. So, um, that's why I like this one, because it had kind of a, a new and an old to it as well. Good explanation. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, to, to me, is, I think, after just the one viewing, I, I was put it, <clears throat> excuse me, probably at an eight. Um, I, I enjoyed it. There were parts that I that were just okay. I would not say there was anything that I was like, I don't like that. Uh, maybe maybe some minor disappointments, nothing major, nothing that destroyed it. There's parts of the movie, especially I think the, the and I know this is a little bit opposite of other people um, that don't like the first third. I really enjoyed the first and second third of the movie. It was the, the, the finale that didn't land as much as I had hoped. That That's mm-hmm. where I, I dock it a little bit. As, as epic as it can be, there's just little choices here and there that just that they, I don't think they, they didn't do what I had hoped they had done or what they did didn't land for me. So um, overall, after one viewing, I'll put it at an eight. Um, it is second in the, the trilogy from the sequel trilogy for me because I have Force Awakens way up there. I know, I know it's a, a rehash and it's like a soft reboot, but I just I'll never forget the feeling for the year plus leading up to it from that teaser on Thanksgiving 2014 leading up to that movie, the going to see that movie and then it delivering and blasting past my expectations, even with leaving a bunch of threads, you know, untied, which a good first movie is going to do that. That's really, really high up there. So that's easily my number one, um, with the rise of Skywalker second, um, but that shouldn't have been hard to do because I do not like The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, it's d- by far my least favorite of the 11 Star Wars movies. Although wow. I will say, Rise of Skywalker actually makes me want to go back and wa- rewatch The Last Jedi again, which I can't say has been the case in the last 18 months. Okay. So, That's something. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to go back and watch it. I'm going to be watching The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi in the next week with Natalie. Because mm. she wants to go see Rise of Skywalker on the cruise yeah. ship. Nice. And when you go, text me and see if you uh, text me if your number is higher than eight after you watch. Uh, it. I, I will let you know. I will let you know. Eight point two. Uh, you know, yeah. Eight point four seven. Sorry. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, I, I'm left a little bit unfulfilled from the Rise of Skywalker. It didn't quite meet my expectations. The sequel trilogy after starting with such a bang, but. You know, I'm content with it, mostly because I know we're getting good quality Star Wars content right now, even if it's not related to the Skywalker saga, because mm-hmm. The Mandalorian is amazing, and I have high hopes for Kathleen Andor and the Obi-Wan series, and who knows, in the next year, maybe by this time next year, we'll have an announcement of what we're going to see in December 2022. Never so, know. I can't um, wait for that Obi-Wan show, man. When yeah. is that 
Is it uh, any I, type of release date to that? I, they haven't announced dates for casting Andor or yeah. Obi Wan. They're waiting for ex- the Rise of Skywalker stuff to set. Well, I'm I'm not expecting to see either of those until 2021 and maybe yeah. even later 2021 because we are in just two months getting Clone Wars season seven, uh, which yeah. I believe is more episodes than anticipated. I mm. think people were thinking eight to ten, and now I think they're saying mm. ten to thirteen. Whoa. That's so, it, though. Though, right? I mean, that's, that's it. That's well, it. I Matt Lanner was on. Um, in a podcast and said that um, that he feels there's more left in the tank. Mm. And he's like, that's not saying that there's something brewing. He's just saying, I could see it happening again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. could there be a season eight? I don't know. But I believe season seven is meant to put a bow on the series. Well, it's okay. so easy with Disney Plus because they have a platform to release it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and Disney just can say, okay, yeah, sure. Even five years from now, they could say, sure, let's do another season. Or yeah, or another have, three episodes. Let's put them out. Yeah, they don't have to wait. It's like almost like... A, Curb your like Larry David with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'll take a couple years off and then write another season. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, HBO will allow him to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm right now. My interest is. Well, I would like to know when those the next two streaming series are coming out. Mm-hmm. But I want to know when season two of The Mandalorian will be coming out because after yes. I watch the finale tomorrow, I'm gonna want to know yeah. when yeah. I'm gonna gonna see uh, Mando and Baby Yoda again. I'll have to try mm-hmm. to catch that tomorrow. I'm a busy so. day tomorrow, but I'm gonna try to catch it. Yeah. Priorities, Brent. All right, any final thoughts, final Your words, priorities. things right. to say about The Rise of Skywalker or the sequel trilogy? We didn't get the Ghostbuster Afterlife trailer, but maybe we can do that on a call. Right. We'll have Brian and whoever to, to call re- in. Do it remote. Yeah, remote show, and and uh, we can talk about yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of time at the beginning of January. In the satellite office, yeah. Right. And we have until July 10th, so there'll be another trailer in there in the spring. So we got some yeah. time before... Uh, that pops out but mm-hmm. well, thank mm-hmm. you three for joining me this is a lot of fun i look forward fun. to this every year awesome. and uh you know hopefully maybe you can see rise of skywalker again and i'm Brent, sure we will. Yeah, maybe I'm for sure a third will. time yeah, yeah i'm like hoping maybe. at least once on the cruise ship with at least with mm-hmm. natalie um and that'll be a lot of fun and then uh by april we'll all be able to own it so mm-hmm. we can watch it as much as we want yep Yay. all right well cool. I think this wraps up episode seven of the excuse me, the rise of Skywalker of Tangent with Friends <laughs> the discussing rise the rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Good tangent, good um, tangent. We will hopefully have a tangent eight sometime in early 2020, talking about the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. Uh, until next time, I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Tangents with Friends. You can find more episodes at jmnjrradio.com. And if you do want to hear about sports, tune into the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show live every Sunday. <laughs>